What is going on, everybody? This is the Live Your Truth podcast, and I am your host, Damien. Thank you all for coming. If you're listening on Anchor or iTunes or wherever this podcast is dumped, thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. This is a podcast where we just sit back. We pour a glass of our favorite drink. Today, it's not my favorite drink, but it is a top five, I would say. I've got monkey shoulder in my glass, so whatever you are drinking with, I have a toast to give to you, and that toast is, I'm very glad that you're here to listen to me ramble on for the next however long I'm going to ramble on. So, here's a toast to that. Thank you for being here, whether you are new or not. Uh, I'm very happy that you are all here to listen to what I have to say. Uh, If wherever you can like, this, like it, wherever you can share, share it. If there's any place in your platform that you're listening to that you can rate this podcast, I would surely, surely appreciate it. I know I've got a lot to say and it's going to help somebody, even if it doesn't help you who's listening right now. Um, And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fair warning. When I do a podcast, I always write notes about what I want to talk about. And so for those of you that are watching, you are going to see me glance off camera because I want to make sure that I'm staying on track with what I wrote. Otherwise, I will ramble forever, forever, forever. So without further ado, what is this podcast today about? It's about there was a point in time in my life where I felt that I am a loser. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about how I went through that moment in my life and how I overcame it and how even sometimes now as an adult, I am 33 years old at the recording of this podcast. And there are times where I can find myself getting into that slump still thinking about, you know, I'm a loser. So when I was feeling that way, let me tell you about some of the things that I I learned from that first and foremost, because I don't know what stage you are in your life, how old you are, what, where in your career you are, where, what level of school that you're in, or whatever your life scenario is at the moment. I got to tell you that when, when I was, I mean, a loser and what I think a loser is. And so I guess we should start there is what, what, what is my opinion of a loser? My opinion of a loser is somebody who has a certain set of circumstances who will milk the negativity of that circumstance when they've got all the potential in the world to change their situation, to change their mindset, to put themselves in a better circle of people, to just take themselves from where they are, which is a situation that they may not be in favor of, and they milk all the negativity of that situation as opposed to do all the things and make all the choices and all the mindset shifts to put themselves in better places to have a better outcome other than the circumstance that they're in right now. And when they make an active choice to not move forward, that is a loser. Now, I get we all get into our funks. We all get into a place where life just kind of beats us up and we can't seem to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm talking about the person who knows what they can do to make the change in their life, and they just don't because it's easier to complain. It's easier to bring people down. That is the person that I think is a loser, and that, my friends, was me at one point in time. And so 
here I am glancing off camera. We're four minutes into this. I'm starting already. <laughs> but I'll tell you, when I was a loser, there were certain things that I that I did. I was I was mean to, to others, to myself, but I was mean to others. I was lazy and I never I never challenged myself to do anything great, to do anything that was going to build some sort of character. I never challenged myself in any way, shape, or form. The only thing that I did was just whatever was happening to me, happening to me, of course it was happening to me. I know that we've all had that, that, that we've all said that to ourselves at some point in time. Of course, if anything bad is going to happen, it's going to happen to me. I was that guy. I thought that way. And that sound was my cup sticking to my toaster. I got to figure that one out. Maybe I put a napkin down or something. Ooh, I'll tell you. So Monkey Shoulder is like a scotch whiskey, and it's fantastic. If you haven't tried it, I suggest you do. No, that's not paid. They didn't pay me to say that. Uh, I'm not important enough <laughs> to a company so big. Uh, to, anyways, so, but I'll tell you something. When I was being mean, it taught me later on in life anyways how to appreciate love and how to appreciate kindness. And so when when somebody's being genuine to me now, I can really receive it in a better way than I did back in the day when my mindset wasn't to do that. When I was mean to other people and somebody was sending love my way, I just didn't receive it the way that it should be received. I never thought that there was actually good intent behind it. Now, in later podcasts, I'll go to a deeper reason as to why that is, but at, at surface level and, you know, for somebody that's not going through something that's terrorizing or traumatic, when you're just going through something and bad things are happening to you and not super bad things, I mean, everybody's life is different and everybody's experiences as they're growing up or even here in adulthood and work life and things like that, it's all different. But, you know, when I was in high school, we'll say, I wasn't the greatest person on God's green earth or whoever's green earth. And what I learned about being mean to others for a very short period of time, and I'll go into my five-second stint when I was a bully. Um, I'll explain that in more depth, but I would I was mean to other people, and all that was was a reflection of what was going on in my, in, in my life that I was not happy about, right? And so when I was being lazy, sitting on the couch, I was going home. Now, in high school, I'll say I wasn't lazy. Right after high school, I, I, I would say that I got lazy. And I started doing the woe is me thing and, and, and all that stuff. But when I was lazy, it taught me to appreciate when I had time off, right? So right now, I would say I'm not a lazy person. I work very hard and I'm always busy. And when my wife and I get to go on a vacation, I appreciate that time off a lot more because I never feel like I have a break in my day, a break in my week, and things like that. Even when I'm doing what I love on my YouTube channel, and I'm out fishing and I'm out exploring, I still have to come back and I have to edit that video. I'll still have to figure out the audio. I still got to do the thumbnail that I create myself. I still have to write the description, all the links. I still have to post it and advertise it on social media and promote it. That is work. Even though I love it, it is work. And so 
when I take my camera with me, knowing that I'm going to create a YouTube video out of this fun time that I should be having, it is still work. And so I get a little bit of fun, but a lot, but it's still, I have to get to work and make this all make sense when you guys come to watch it and make sure that it's entertaining for you. There are times that I don't take my camera and finally I get to just kick my feet up and relax and that's all that I do. And when I do that, I appreciate it a thousand times more when I feel like I've earned it, which is not being lazy on the other side of that. And so when I work and I work and I work and I'm, and I'm missing parties and I'm, I'm, I'm missing outings with my friends and I don't get to just sit and watch Netflix all day or any time that I'm just, for lack of a better phrase, balls to the wall busy, when I finally get the tick that came off, I actually appreciate it as opposed to when I'm just lazy all the time. Right? And I'm just sitting and all I do is play video games all day and I'm not reaching a potential not to take anything away from people playing video games. There's people on Twitch that make millions of dollars. I get it. But you know the circumstance or the situation that I'm talking about when I just don't do anything to improve my livelihood. If my ambition is to have a better life, if I'm just being lazy and I'm not doing anything, when I do get to go to the beach, it doesn't feel any different than what I'm doing at home because all I'm doing at home is sitting around. So I don't appreciate what taking a break feels like because it, it I'm always not doing something when I was lazy back in the day after high school. I was The reason I say I wasn't lazy in high school is because I was on the wrestling team and that was work. That was three and a half hours every day after eight hours of school. That And I hated school. That's a podcast in and of itself. I did not have fun at school. My, my escape from school was wrestling practice. And so uh, and so I always say I was lazy after school because I actually applied myself in school. There was one year I kind of slacked, well, one half of a year that I slacked off because I really didn't give a you-know-what. But So I wasn't applying myself when I got out of school. I did not want to go to college, which also was another podcast in and of itself. But I didn't want to go. Uh, to college. And so I found myself working dead in job after dead in job after dead in job. And I didn't want to do anything outside of that because I had no idea what I wanted to do. And when life was presenting itself to me and not the best of ways, that's when I went into my loser mindset. Of course it was me. And there's going to be a reason I'm giving you all this backstory, just, just so you know. And so if you've made it this far, 10 minutes in, we're just getting started. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you sticking around. And so when when I had that, what I'm going to call a loser mindset, I'll tell you what it did is it, it ruined a lot of opportunities for me, right? And so I, I, I can tell you right now, I remember clearly the first opportunity that I lost was working at the Marriott Hotel. And so I remember going to the interview and I got dressed up, half, I, I'd say half-ass got dressed up. And I, I had a button up and I didn't button it up all the way. I didn't even wear a tie. I, I tucked my shirt in when they called me in. And when it was my turn to be interviewed, I wore, you know, sneakers instead of dress shoes. My, I didn't have, I had a pair of slacks, but I didn't wear them. I wore jeans. And so I, I half-assed dressed for this interview because I knew that I didn't want it. I wanted to have a job, but I, I didn't want to be polished, you know, and so I was in a bad mindset then, 
right? And so I was in my loser mindset. And so it ruined a lot of opportunities for me. And when I walked in there and she was telling me, you know, you're going to have to work five days a week. And this was part-time, five hours a day, and maybe not even that much because I was still in high school. And so it probably would have been three to four hours. But she was like, you're going to have to work, you know, five days a week. And you're going to have to dress nice all the time. You're going to have to shave. I had a, a horrible... Those of you that are watching on YouTube, you're going to see what I'm pointing at. But right here in the middle of my chin, I have this, I had this ugly, <laughs> this ugly landing strip right here. And I had long curly hair between my shoulder blades. I was a, just period, I was a flat disaster. Uh, and so she told me I had to do, I had, I had to take care of that, groom myself, look all polished and pretty. And I was like, and she was like, is that going to be for you? And I said, no, <laughs> it's not going to be for me. And so what could have been the start of a really, really good career, because I had to shave my face and wear decent clothes, I decided it wasn't going to be for me. And what a, I mean, now, now that I'm, you know, I'm grown and I'm looking at all the opportunities and I'm doing what I'm doing now and I love what I'm doing now, that was one of those things. It was the greatest thing that never happened to me. Could have been a great career, right? Could have been a wonderful career. Glad it didn't happen though, because I wouldn't, I, I don't feel that I would have stumbled Upon what I've stumbled upon that I love now. So everything happens for a reason. But at that time, stupid move. It was a stupid move. So I, I ruined a lot of opportunities for myself because I didn't position myself better. I didn't position myself to fall into better circumstances. I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I had a bad circle that I was hanging out with. I did not have any interest in personal development. Didn't you, I mean, at that time, I didn't even know about it. I know. My teachers in my high school, which, and which is why I feel the way that I feel about school, there's a lot of teachers except for two in my high school that actually made me want to become a better person and actually used their time as a teacher to, for a second, not be a teacher of academics, but be teachers of life. And those are the only people that th – those two people are the reason I even became something at some point in time because – you. You hear things when you're ready to hear them. So what they were teaching me at the time I knew was important, but I just didn't care that it was important. And that was a character flaw uh, on mine. And I'm not going to push it all just being young, um, but, you know, I just decided not to pay attention. Whatever whatever the reason was at that time, just wasn't ready to hear it. Later on in life, I heard it and, and, and I did something about what they were trying to teach me uh, outside of, you know, typical epidemics and academics not epidemics oh geez i tell you i'm telling you this scotch will get you anyhow continuing those of you that are still with me thank you uh and so going through those experiences while i was young it made me do a shift at some point because we all have our and i'm just going to say the words here so if you don't like curse words you should probably turn this podcast off right now but we've all got our fuck it button. I have an actual fuck it button on my desk. <laughs> but there was a point in time in my life where you just kind of get tired of being tired. We've all heard that phrase before, right? We've all heard that phrase before. And so I got tired of being tired. And so what I decided to do is make the change. And what I understood is I had to change my mindset first. And the good thing about being in wrestling is I started to learn that really quickly. I didn't apply it really quickly after high school, but it was always there. And it was a hell of a foundation of 
taking my life from one place to another place. I stopped the woe is me garbage. And I decided that the best way for me to make my change is to change my mindset and to go back to changing my body. And so physical fitness was always a part of my life. And I think it was the only reason I didn't end up in jail. It was the only reason I didn't end up dead or whatever the case may be. I didn't end up in a seriously negative spot because of what being physically fit did for me at such a young age. I was able to apply that mentality of building yourself and working on yourself and pushing through pain became not just a physical thing that I did, but it came in an, it became an analogy for the rest of my life moving forward after I went through, I would say, my, my, I mean, I don't even know the right word for it. You would think being a podcast, I should have that figured out. But when I went through my slumps, right, when I went through my hiccups in my timeline to becoming who I am today, physical fitness always played a role. And then knowing that changing my mental was a big, important part of that came a little bit later. And so, but I remember there were, there were times before I did all that, that I would wake up in the morning feeling completely annihilated immediately. The minute I wake up, negative thoughts just pouring into my mind. And I would, I remember feeling annihilated and, um, that was a really difficult thing to overcome. I remember waking up and like most of my thoughts were just bad, bad thoughts. Like I can already tell today's going to be a bad day. Or let's say I, you know, I had a decent enough night's sleep. If I woke up before my alarm, I'm like, oh, great. I can't sleep anymore. Now I got to get up right now. Oh, God, I woke up 15 minutes before my alarm. Today's going to suck. I can already tell. It was that easy for me to downward spiral into a sea of negative thoughts and I would just dive right in I wouldn't even try to talk myself out of it so I knew that I had to make that change as quickly as humanly possible because even though I had made some accomplishments like I I had a decent enough paying job and I got my own apartment and like like I got my own apartment I applied for it I paid for the deposit I did the background like I did I did everything I did everything I did it all I got the apartment by myself, and at no point in time did I celebrate it. <laughs> so, like, I was in my own apartment, something that was mine. I maybe celebrated it for five seconds, and then, I don't know, it just kind of felt like I was entitled to have it. So when I woke up, I, I found it easy to find something to complain about because my mindset wasn't right. So after I started working on my mindset and after I started working on my physical fitness, it's crazy how much those two should be married uh, and how doing the both makes a huge difference. But after I started doing that, I started making a change that when I woke up in the morning that I didn't have those stupid thoughts come into my head. And if they tried, I did something about it, whether it was going on YouTube and listening to, to motiv motivational speeches from Eric Thomas or Les Brown or The Rock, um, who's like my all-time idol, and a thousand other people that I could mention. But the first thing that I would do is that if, if I felt that there was a negative thought coming on, I'd hit play on my, at the time, Pandora. Uh, then Spotify came along and now it's on Spotify. But I listen to positive things. I go on to YouTube. I watch a motivational video. I do whatever it takes to get the negative thought that tried to take me out to get out of my mind because it is my responsibility to protect my peace and to protect a positive mentality. It absolutely 100%
my responsibility. And so for those of you that are listening, it is your responsibility to keep the garbage out. Keep the noise out. Because I'll tell you, as much as we love the people that are around us, not everybody, It's first of all, it's not their responsibility to do that for us. It's nice of them to do that. And we have a, it's a privilege to have somebody around us that is always willing to lift us up, but they're not always going to be there. And even if they are, it's a disservice of us to them to expect them to pick us up off our ass when we're being negative. So time to take a sip of the scotch on that one. Toast to that, guys. But that brings me to my next point is I remember that there was a time that I would put my lack of motivation into the hands of the people that were around me. And so my friends, girlfriend or whoever at the time, my parents, everybody, I would put my lack of motivation. I would put my woe is me garbage. I would put my lack of ambition. I would put all of that stuff in in the hands of people around me as if it was their responsibility to feed that energy to me. It was their job to build me up. It was their job to give me ambition. It was their job to get me to want to make something of myself. And I'll tell you right now, that ruined a lot of friendships, a lot of relationships, Push a little bit of my family away at one point in time. They're all back now um, just because my family is awesome. But there was a point in time where I put that responsibility on them as opposed to myself. And it pushed my whole circle away. And some came back and some didn't, rightfully so. I earned that. I'm a, I'm a, pause, I'm a huge believer that we deserve what we earn period. If you didn't earn it, then you damn sure don't deserve it. Everybody says, I deserve to have this. I deserve to have that. I deserve to have that. And I deserve to have this. And I'm calling bullshit. If you didn't earn it, you don't deserve it. That is it. Now, I know there's going to be somebody that's going to pop into the comments somewhere and they're going to say, well, all these bad things happen to me. Like, and there's, there's people who get cancer, lung cancer, who never smoked in their life. And all those scenarios are extreme. And you can think about that, how you want to think about that. But in terms of accomplishments and things that you feel that you should have, or things that you feel that you should experience, if you didn't earn it, you don't deserve it. And I'm sticking by that. If you didn't earn it, you didn't deserve it. But I was the person who thought vice versa. I don't have to earn it and I should have it. And that's such a poisonous way to think about anything, honestly. Uh, And so I lost a lot of friends and, you know, there are some family members that took a step back. I'm sure wanted to see me do well, uh, but weren't going to, they just weren't going to give me the attention that I was crying for. Because I wasn't trying to put myself in, in any really good scenarios. I just felt that everything should have been handed to me because, uh, I mean, anything. I just felt that I should have it. And so that was crazy because it was a, it was the fastest way to not get what I felt that I was deserving at the time. It was the quickest way to not have it. It was the quickest way to not put myself in better situations is thinking in that way. And so... 
something that I started to learn over time is that self-improvement is a lifelong exercise and starting as soon as possible is crucial. I didn't get that at the time and that's why I'm hoping that people will listen to this podcast and share it with those who are young and who need to hear it. Even if you're not young, but you need to hear it right now is the best time to improve yourself. So whatever right now is to you, if you're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 50, doesn't matter. Right now is the time that you can turn it around. And I know that there's there's some people out there that have the yeah, but, or not really, or in my case, or it's different for me, or my situation is kind of unique, or everybody's shit is the worst shit. Everybody's unique situation is the most unique situation. Stop finding excuses to not better yourself and to not better your circumstances. Very easy to reach into your pocket and find another excuse. I'm asking you, I'm challenging you not to do that because I did that and here I am at 33 and I'm finally starting to figure things out. You can do it sooner than that. And so, but self-improvement is a lifelong exercise and you gotta get after it now. Now, the best you can Don't drag the garbage out. Don't drag it out. Don't milk it. Don't milk one negative situation that lasted six minutes in the morning for the next 18 hours of your day. It's so stupid to do. And listen, I did it. I did it. So I'm hoping that you guys are not going to do that. You know, the... When it, when, it, when it comes to like opportunity and why this is important is when you get into the business world, the business world is not like it used to be. The business world, if you had a good resume, if you went to a good school and you had asked for experience, didn't matter because you, you had a great resume. You could put USF on your resume. You could put UCF on your resume. You could put University of Tampa on your resume, and that was enough. It's not like that nowadays. Nowadays, sometimes – your degree matters. Sometimes where you went to school matters, your university, whatever that is. Sometimes that carries equity. But more often than not, what what I'm experiencing is they care about your character more than they care about your experience because you can teach experience. You can teach systems and you can teach policies. You can teach all that stuff. You cannot teach somebody to be a decent human being. They need to have a trait in themselves that has empathy and sympathy and love and kindness and heart. They have, to, they have to have those things naturally. Those things can be developed, but it takes a hell of a lot longer to develop those things than actual skills, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. You guys let me know what you think about that one. But the business world is changing, and so you can ruin opportunities by not just being a good person, by not having good character and having a, a mental stability and things like that. And so having that self-ambition, having that self-worth and knowing your self-worth and having that self-love, it really does manifest into every area of your life. And you can ruin it if you're not building that mux- muscle and flexing that muscle. So I just, I, I got to ask you, knowing all that stuff that I just talked about, are you in that I'm a loser space? Are you in that I'm a loser mindset? Are you doing the things that you're supposed to do to be the best version of yourself character-wise? I'm not talking about skills just yet. I'm not talking about skills even though that's a huge part of it. But are you there? Are you ambitious? Does your actions map your ambitions as 
Gary Vaynerchuk would say. I don't know. Are you ready for the if an opportunity were to fall into your lap right now? Do you have the character to be the candidate for said opportunity, whatever that opportunity is? Insert here, whatever that is for you. Are you are you putting yourself in a positive mindset consistently? Right? Are you looking at the glass half full? I guess is the phrase that's that's pretty popular. That's a good way to put it. Are you looking at the glass half full or half half empty? Are you the one pouring the glass? I don't know. That's a question for you to maybe ask yourself. Take a look at your situation. Are you learning new skills? Learning new skills makes you more valuable in the marketplace and 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 valuable in your own life. Maybe there's going to be something that you're going to be able to do for somebody without the expectation of return. Let me just say that. Are you looking for new skills? Are you positioning yourself to be in better circumstances? Or are you positioning in yourself to stay in the same old shit that you're always in? What choices are you making to put yourself above or to stay exactly where you are? What are you doing? We deserve what we earn. And here's what I'll say. Personal development is free. This podcast I'm doing didn't cost me nothing. What did it cost you to listen to it? Nothing. If you're if you're paying for ad-free on Spotify, then it costs you $10 or $12. But if you're not paying for Spotify... This podcast to you was free. The information, free. Doing something with the information, free. Costs you nothing. Now, some some moo in here that's still in the loser mindset is going to say, yeah, but it cost me time. Yeah, but it cost me patience. Yeah, but it cost me this, that, and the other. Man, come on now. Get your mind right, y'all. Get your mind right. Millions of webinars, free. Millions of webinars, are free. Uh, podcasts like this one, as I mentioned, are free. Taking the right steps is free, but we'll justify paying for Netflix and put put off being where we want to be. All right, Anchor, we are back. I did not realize that I can record up to 30 minutes in your web browser, even though I'm reading it right now, now that I've clicked it again. <laughs> so we're back. Taking the right steps to better your life is free, but you know what's crazy is some of us will spend more time and we'll we'll milk the thought process that paying for Netflix, paying for HBO Max, paying for Disney Plus, paying for YouTube Premium, paying for whatever it is that we pay for that we don't actually need that builds us up into better individuals, to more successful individuals. We won't pay for the things that will put us forward in our own lives. We're more than happy with paying for Netflix and then justifying why we are where we are when we don't want to be where we are. And that blows my mind. It blows my mind right now in my later age, even though I am super young still, 33, but I was that guy. And I know that there's people out there that are doing that. And the people that are out there doing that may not be ready to hear what I'm saying in this podcast. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. If you can find a way to stop justifying why you are where you are, if where you are right now is something that you're complaining about, I guarantee that if you just kind of take a step outside of your life and take a look back at what you're doing... There's a whole lot that you can cut out to get yourself where you want to be.
I keep burping. Sorry. There's a whole lot that you can do to get yourself out of where you don't want to be. Find some podcasts. Listen to motivational speeches. I know that it's cliche and I know that like some of it is foo-foo. Like I get it. Be an adult, be a human being, and, and just sort through the stuff that sounds like garbage to you and find what works for you. Like I said, I've got tons of motivational speakers that I listen to, a lot of which don't even classify themselves as motivational speakers, like Dwayne Johnson, Gary Vaynerchuk, Ryan Serhant uh, in the real estate space for, for all of you, Ricky Carruth. A lot of them don't even classify themselves as motivational speakers. They just classify themselves as people who has gone through the shit and they're offering their advice to get you out of whatever your funk is that you're in. And so the second piece of this podcast is going to be very short because it's a continuation of the first segment for those of you that are on Anchor. Uh, but for those of you on YouTube, thank you for hanging out the whole time. For those of you on Anchor, thank you for hanging out for the whole time. I'm not going to keep dragging this on. We're already at 30. We're probably going to end this around 35 minutes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me your time, giving me your ear. I really hope that this helps you, and I really hope that this gets out to other people. Rate me on iTunes, if you will. Leave a review, if you will. Share it, if you will. And I just want to tell you all, there are times where all of us, we're losers. But we don't have to be losers forever. Go out there and live your truth. I'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you.